That's called 3D chess, my man. 3D chess, which is definitely different than normal chess. Yeah. It's 3D 3D chess is real. I thought it was 4D chess. I don't know. 3D chess Chess. is just chess. What is this one with all of the different levels, though? Is that 4D? No. Because you're adding a new dimension, which is the levels underneath the levels. Like pretty sure. I don't know. When I Google 4D chess, then it's just like there are multiple levels. Or like this one where it's like a bowl shape. I don't know that one. There's also ones that are like multiple floating levels that you have to like jump between. That's what I thought 4D chess was. Tell us in the comments below. (laughs) 4D chess. Welcome to Fine Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And we're talking about movies. Movies. Kind of books, but not really. Only the tiniest, tiniest bit. Yeah. Happenstantially. Uh, yeah. Some movies are based on books. And those books weren't very popular. Yeah. And that's okay. And or they were. Some of them were. Yes, they were. Devil Wars Prada was very popular. A pretty popular book, yeah, right? Wasn't I think it? so. Anyway, so our, our movies that were based on books, but the movies are iconic, so they made it to the movie list, were Anne Hathaway classics, Devil Wears Prada, and Princess Diaries. So, my guess was that there was going to be more Devil Wears Prada, just because it seems like it has more, I don't know, dynamics of fan fiction. Like, there's kind of an evil boss, and like, I don't know. That was my inkling, but mm-hmm. it sounds like that may not be the uh, case. And here, I'll look up the number really mm. quick so we can have it. So Devil Wears Prada has mm-hmm. 3,426. That is, yeah, that's substantial. So that's, I think Princess Diaries had about the same. Mm. Um, there are... Actually, hilariously, there's only 327. In Princess Diaries? Yeah. Wow. So, huh. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, you were right. There it are hasn't t- had the staying power. Yes. I think people will, like, would still go and watch Devil Wears Prada. Like, I think the main something. thing is, again, as we've like talked about, there are certain fix fandoms, etc., where it's like there's not, they're like not as rife for fandom yeah. um, to write a lot of fic, primarily because um, if there's not attention that it's like, unresolved yeah um because i will say like there was a lot of devil wears prada that were also like two hundred thousand words yeah hundred thousand words yeah and i would like start reading them and they're like beautifully written Mm -hmm. um and it is about like the relationship between andy and miranda yeah there are other movies in which there's like a boss and a worker relationship but like Devil Wears Prada seems kind of its own thing. Like, Mm -hmm. it's got this, like, feminine boss, which is a really interesting character. There's this, like, scrappy underdog who doesn't really fit in. Like, there's a lot of elements of good stuff. But, like, Princess Diaries has stuff where it's, like, a lot of movies are like this. Suddenly, you're a princess. All Disney movies. (laughs) (laughs) Or a quirky girl has to do not quirky things. Like, you know, there's other jumping off points. So maybe it's maybe something about Devil Wears Prada just has, like... Yeah, something it's, something special. It's that I think with the Princess Diaries movies, uh, so the fic, the relationship we're going, the ship we're going with is uh, Mia Thermopolis and Nicholas Devereaux, who is Chris Pine in the Princess Diaries. Too. Oh my god, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, that he's the prince that she marries. Yeah. Spoilers: I haven't actually seen Princess Diaries too. She, she doesn't marry him oh. at the end of the Does movie. She marry, okay, no. wait, <laughs> no, wait. I actually don't know anything about Princess Diaries too. Uh, that's becoming abundantly clear. Raven Simone is in it. They they match her surf down the stairs. Yep. They're looking for a man for her to marry. Yep. For legal loophole reasons. Yep. Everything you could glean from the trailer. 
is what I know. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know if it's in the Have you the seen books. this movie? Yes, of course I've seen this movie. Oh, when did you see it? Back it in 2006 when it came out. It came out in 2006? Like, or whenever it was. Here, I'll look. Uh, I just remember it was like wildly after the first one, so it felt way too old for it. No? I, th- I thought it was like 2016. Uh, Princess Diaries 2 came out in 2004. What? I don't know what. Why how, didn't you see it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't you know. would have been twelve. I don't know. That can't be true. That sounds so fake. Why would that be fake? I Why thought, would I make that up? I don't know. I thought I was like seventeen when this movie came out. Like truly, I thought it was like I'm basically an adult. Princess Diaries came out in two thousand one. Yeah, that sounds right. And Princess Diaries two came out in two thousand four. That I, my brain hurts. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. you were an old soul. I, I was know. not. I That's continue to not be. So funny. So Princess Diaries 2. Royal, the, royal the, engagement. The royal engagement. The plot is she's like 21. She's not the queen yet. But they're uh, like a distant cousin is basically like. Uh, oh, going to like usurp the throne or something. Yes. Yeah. Like you are actually not the correct heir. Mm. Um, or I think it was that. Uh, because she's a girl, she like has to get married mm. in order to like take the throne. Um, and if you don't they, get married and they had to by find a prince, yeah. So it's right? like if you yeah. don't get married by like X birthday, yeah. Then he actually mm. Chris Pine's character, um, Nicholas Thoreau. Oh, he's the cousin. So he doesn't want to be king. Oh, but his like uncle oh, is the one who is okay, like. Yeah. I was like, I do not remember Chris Pine being the love interest in this movie, and that's why I thought he. No, was, he is. I, no, he is the love interest. He's the love interest and her cousin. No, that can't be right. No, no. His uncle is trying to get the crown for him. They're not part of the family right now. So as you <laughs> may forget, you can still call someone if you're co- your cousin if you're like 16th cousins. Oh, okay. So it's not like you her first cousin. <laughs> yes, because I was trying to explain like why he was able to like get the throne. Uh, okay. Because he's, they share like a like great, great, like. Sure. Like it's like his great 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 his like great 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 aunt is like he's a direct line to the throne but they're not no not recently no no so we have mia okay so like imagine straight line yeah. to like a grandmother faster yeah and then imagine grandmother's sister yeah no that, i'm not i'm not wor- worried that they're related yeah. i'm worried that they're related and dating and that's where i'm no confused. no no and i'm explaining to you like why he can what I heard you say is that you were like asking me like why he's eligible for the throne. I thought the cousin was trying to get the throne and no. she was like, I'm going to dip and date Chris Pine so that no. my cousin no. doesn't get the no, throne. No, no, no. My cousin no. Stanley Tucci or whatever. No. Like. A distant cousin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a villain is like Anne Hathaway. If you don't get married by your 21st birthday, you will give up your right to be heir to the throne. Yes. Because of insert reason archaic rules where it's like women can't take the throne if they are not married that makes sense that's fine and villain goes and the next person in line would be my nephew okay who is chris pine okay so like chris pine and anne hathaway Mm. meet Mm -hmm. and they sort of are like and this is where we get into i can't remember what actually happens there's some other guy. They basically pick some other nice guy yeah. from like the list of eligible bachelors, and she like gets engaged to that guy, mm. and then doesn't get married to him mm. because she's in love with Chris Pine. Ah, but then is also like, I think it's stupid that I have to get married before I can be queen. So what if we just change that rule? Mm. Yeah, done, That's done deal. Makes sense. And that brings me to this fic because this one is that he's like, what if I just married you instead? Mm. 
And then we solved that problem okay. of like, you need someone to get married. I want to be free of my uncle. And I don't really care whether I'm married or not. So we'll just get married. And then you can divorce me in like two years and it'll be chill. Okay. That's cool. our solution. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, so yeah. I need a drink. <laughs> yeah, this has been a lot. I mostly was like, you cannot tell me that Disney put an incest plot line into this. I will be so thrown for a loop. So I was just trying to confirm that that no, was not No, they the like case. show like in the movie that they're like buried. Like million miles away yeah. related. And they're okay. like, yeah, they're very distantly related. I would have been so aggressively upset by that new knowledge that I didn't know. Yes. I'm glad that's not the case. Yeah. What's, we got a Genovian pear. Yes. So the, <laughs> our cocktail here is called Perfect Pear. Ooh. Uh, Genovia's fruit Ooh. is pear. Mm-hmm. It is one and a half ounces gin, a half ounce St. Germain, uh, three fourths of an ounce lemon juice, three fourths of an ounce simple syrup, and one bar spoon fill of a like pear, pear, syrup, puree, pear puree. And then is topped with champagne. Ah, that so, sounds really good. So it should be light, refreshing pear. Ooh, that's good. That's really good. The pear mm-hmm. in the Saint Germain, like mm-hmm. sleeping on that pear. Yeah, very <laughs> floral. Very. very this crisp. is a fine pear. This yeah. is a fine this pear. Is the finest pairing <laughs> that we could come up with. Literally pear. That's really good. It is very good. Ooh. So the fic we are going to be reading is called "It's Inevitable That You Will" by Screaming Internally. Okay. And I did get in contact with Screaming Internally. They did give us permission to read this fic, but then they did not get back to me on all my questions. I mean, that's, that's, that happens. That happens. <laughs> um, so I will read from their archive uh, profile. It says that they're 20s. Once I find something I enjoy, an almost obsessive fan, and then I write about it. They live in Australia, um, and they joined Archive of Our Own in 2015. All right. So the summary is Mia and Nicholas decide to go with the simplest option to resolve the plot of Princess Diaries 2 before she ascends the throne. There's a wedding involved. Yay. Um, it's a wonderfully written fic. There, It is 12,000 words long. Um, so it's a little long for our... So we're uh, skipping to the wedding. <laughs> no. Okay. We're going to skip to a couple key interactions between Mia and uh, Nick. Oh, fun. So, um, so yes. Anyway, so what we missed is... He and Mia have a conversation where they're like, what if you just married me? And he's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be king. Hmm. I'll just let you do your thing. Are they and supposed to be kind of like at odds because they both want the throne? Yes. And so they, oh, and he's it's kind like, of like a, enemies a, to lovers. Yeah. And he's like kind of, I mean, in the movie, he's like kind of a brat, you know, Chris Pine energy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's what he's for. So um, <laughs> honestly, a lot of the tension in this fic is more so that she just like finds him frustrating. Yeah. And like that's kind of also in the movie where they're just like, I find you frustrating that you exist and that I have to like deal with you as a problem. He like has floated the idea to her, like we should get married. And she's like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Like I thought I would marry someone for love. So like, I don't know that this is what I want to do. Yeah. But she like goes away. She thinks about it. And um, now she's considering it. Okay. So that's where we're diving in. Mia approached his rooms, feeling her heart thump against her chest. Wasn't too late to turn around, cling to her pride, but she didn't want to go through the public embarrassment of having to find an arranged husband. This allowed her to save face. This would let her live her life, her crown intact. They'd be on the same page. Devereaux was only half-dressed for the day when Mia walked in without knocking. It was her palace. She'd not knock if she wanted to. Is Devereaux the uncle? 
No, that's oh. Nick. Oh. oh. The uncle is like Malbury or something. Yeah. Bad guy last name. Yeah, he's got some other name. <laughs> okay, definitely. Um, yeah, he's like Nick's si- like mother's brother or mm. something, or like through that line. Okay. So I think that's how it worked. He was surprised to see her, clearly, what with the deer-in-the-headlights expression and the dropped shirt on the floor and the undone belt looped through his pants and... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mia's not blind, all right? The guy is ridiculously handsome. He knows it, too, the fucker. It takes Mia a couple seconds to recover herself, which is good, because Lord Devereux doesn't seem to have caught up so quickly. Lord Nicholas? That jolts him, his eyes blinking hard like he's trying to shake a fog from them. When he opens his eyes, they immediately lock with hers. Princess? I thought about your suggestion, and... Mia's breath catches in her throat. Come on, get the words out. And I would hope you would have a ring. His face does some rather interesting things then. A weird mix of shock, bafflement, and small, small but there, kind of smugness that leaches away into something that Mia would call earnest happiness, if she was stupid. Which she's not, thank you. I'm afraid I don't have it here at the palace with me, princess. I'll have to go get it. See that you do, Mia turned on her heel, striding right. out of the room. She did it to look good, but also because she needed a minute to keep herself from hyperventilating. God. God! She just did that. She agreed to marry the guy trying to steal her throne. To keep him from stealing her throne, even though she does, he doesn't want it, apparently? What's wrong with her? See, this is my confusion exactly. I was like, what? what? Whose motivation is what? I'm so confused. It's all part of an elaborate You can't plot. steal this if I give it to you. Looking ahead. <laughs> That's called 3D chess, my man. <laughs> 3D chess. What's wrong with her? This wasn't who she was five years ago. Mia in San Francisco would have never agreed to do what she just did. She wanted love. She wasn't sure she ever wanted to get married. Her hopeless mooning over Josh Brandt aside, she had seen her mom, seen how her mom spoke about her marriage to Mia's dad and how it had been great, but then hard, then so difficult that the divorce seemed like the only option that Helen could have been happy. Mia's always thought she'd either fall in love and get married, or she'd stay single and find happiness that way. Arranged marriages were supposed to be things from history, or her romance novel novel she consumed by the fistful at age 14, not her life. <laughs> I love the, the imagery of a fistful because it implies that you're just yeah. like holding it really tight because you love it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, fine. Whatever. She's the one arranging her own marriage out of sheer pragmatism. That doesn't mean she'd ever lost the idea of marrying for love. Her parents did it. Yeah, at least you get to pick. Yeah. <laughs> Still. Yeah. It's not that arranged. It's like... It's... It's less a, fun. Yeah. I think it's like still arranged. It's like she was hoping that they would like date and fall yeah, in love. No, fall like in love. and then like post love decide yeah. to be married. I always assumed arranged meant someone else picks for you. Yeah. And it's arranged that way, which like, yeah. You could you can arrange for yourself to be like, well, we both want to get married. Right. <laughs> Let's do it. Her parents did it. So even though it didn't work out, it clearly wasn't impossible. Grandma Okay, grandma and grandpa clearly did it. If it's the nicest thing grandma was ever d- was ever able to say was that her husband was her dearest friend, but not her dearest lover. Mm-hmm. Mia's pretty sure their marriage was arranged, actually. Yeah. But Devereaux wasn't even her friend. He was, he was her enemy. And yeah, sure, keep your enemies close was a theory, but keeping them so close they're in your bed? Eh. Yeah. Mia would prefer to pass on that particular option. If the, if the choice is you get the crown or we get the crown, we, we get the crown is better. Yes. I get I get it from that perspective. Yes. Right. Be like, at least I'm still involved. Yeah. Lord Nicholas Devereux, whose, grand, whose paternal great uncle married Mia's great great aunt, whose union had one child who died young, and that somehow made Nicholas Devereux the next king of Genovia? How th- spread thin was the Ronaldo family? Yeah, that seems pretty sus. 
Okay, fine. Mia knew that it wasn't because of the death of Grandpa Rupert's only unmarried, childless brother in the 50s meant that the Ronaldo line was actually spread extremely thin. And Parliament passed a law stating that uh, stating that should the house of Ronaldo result in no viable heir, then Parliament would comb back through the Ronaldo family tree to find either the families the Ronaldos married into or the next eldest family in Genovia of noble blood would inherit. Huh. Which is why the Van Trokens had been giving her dirty looks since she was 15. Because huh. they're in oh, that yeah, mix. Yeah. I remember them. Yeah. So because of her grandma's aunt's bad taste in men, Mia was stuck getting married to an odious man to keep him from stealing her crown. Fine. She wasn't trapped into this situation. She trapped herself into this situation, thanks to Parliament's stupid edicts and sexism. Mostly parla- Parliament's sexism, her dad had already married and divorced her mother by the time he ascended the throne. Yet, I was gonna say, that seems like it would throw a wrench into a lot of stuff. Right. Yet, Felipe Ronaldo hadn't been forced to marry someone. Oh, no. Amelia Ronaldo was clearly the one incapable of ruling alone, with her womanly mind and lady body. Not because she's 20. Clearly could not be left to run her country without the help of a husband. Never mind that her own grandmother has been doing an excellent job for the last eight years. Wasn't there in this like PowerPoint of like, I don't know, like the 10 eligible lords of the town, there was like an eight year old or something. That was a choice. I don't think Um, that's going to (laughs) help her ruling capacity. And I'm remembering the reason why. Um, we don't need to wait for Queen Clarice to die is because uh, is that the queen is like not the like monarch for the lack of a better word and that it's the king, her husband mm-hmm. was the king mm-hmm. and then it went to their son mm-hmm. who then... Um, not Mia's dad though. Or no, Mia's it? dad. Oh, it was Mia's dad. Yeah. Okay. Clarice. Oh, yeah. Okay. So then he died. So I think he was supposed to be king for like... So I think he was king briefly. So it's that... So Mia is the next in line but it's probably just until she is of age. And so then um, Queen Clarice is probably Queen Regent. Yeah. Never mind that her own grandmother had been doing an excellent job for the last eight years. Mia, finally back in her own rooms, flopped down onto the settee sitting nearest to her, rubbing her temples to stave off the headache she could feel coming on. Something told her she was going to have a headache for the next month straight. (laughs) For the next 10 years. Forever. (laughs) You're married to this man. Yeah. Uh, so then Nick goes and he gets his mother's ring from home. Um, both of his parents are dead. Oh. Um, so that's uh, sad. Why the uncle's here. Gotcha. Um, so that's why he's a ward of his uncle. Um, and then he like comes back and he's like, okay, I'm going to have to give it to her. Mm. So here we're diving back in. Why am I here, Nicholas? Mia asked. No, she wasn't whining. Princesses don't whine. <coughs> as Lord Nicholas held, uh, led her by the hand through the palace gardens. It wasn't he's trying a- to be nice, and she's like, can we just not make this uh, a whole event? Yeah, be like, I don't want to be a part of this. You don't really need to propose. Yeah. It's fine. It wasn't a maze setup. That was the decorative one on the east side. And even then, it only came up to a person's knees. But it was full of twists and turns and covered on all sides by walls of roses and other flowers. Like a fantasy garden from a children's storybook. Because I need to talk to you, and I'd like privacy to do it. So you brought me outside, where anyone can pass by and hear our voices? Good plan. Mia's voice dripped with sarcasm. The only response she got was a huff. How close are you to like the sidewalk for pedestrian? You can't, you're on royal grounds. I'm right. sure it's many acres. Just security guards. Calm or something. down, Mia. Right. Wow. She's just. You're just trying she's to a find brat. something wrong with the situation. Yeah, she's a brat in her own right. So that's why there are two brats in love. Two brats in love. The only response she got was a huff of breath she was pretty sure doubled as a sigh. Finally, they stopped moving, coming to a halt in an open area in the garden with a couple stone fountains and some benches to sit on. All very picturesque. Mia frowned. 
if you're going to say something stupid, I'm pushing you into that fountain over there. He gave a bit of a laugh, like he didn't get that Mia was being completely serious. She was. Mia, Lord Nicholas said. The only way what I'm about to say will be stupid is if you have changed your mind. Oh, this was about that. Dude. She's dumb. <laughs> I know you skipped ahead, so like maybe there's something else I no, could have found, but it's there, like, No, there's not. Okay, well, she's just dumb. I feel bad. 20-year-old. Yeah, I feel bad because I've mostly cut out Nicholas's perspective. That's <laughs> uh, fine. But, uh, That's not why we're here. No, we don't need, we don't need to we see We want that. the princess time. So no, she's just dumb. She's like too prepared to just be like to fighting be him. She's just like is ready to fight at any moment with him. She's like, you're out here to tell me a secret and this is not a good secret giving time. Be like, oh, <laughs> you're so dumb. <sighs> If you do anything about keeping secrets, you would go somewhere else. And he's like, that's not, it's not really a secret. I was trying to allude to the fact that I'm going to propose, yes. but I want to say that. Right. Well, and like, kind of annoying to just tell you and then do it later. <laughs> and like, to his point, maybe they do want to be somewhere not private so that there can be like, you know, rumors that they were a love match. Or maybe, maybe he's a regular person and was like, I've invited your friends and family to hide behind this shrubbery. <laughs> right. And pop out when I... Propose. Just like, so guys, it feels she's being nice. a brat. Just so it feels nice. Yeah. And normal. Even when you have an arranged marriage, don't you like dream about what your proposal might be like? Hey, you still be like, and like, then if it doesn't work out, that's okay. And if it does work out, you're like, yeah, he was so romantic. And he did this right. really romantic proposal, even though I didn't have to, because it was arranged. Honestly, it sounds really sweet. When they get asked by the press, like, how did he ask? Then you can be like, in Give the gardens and yeah. not being like, we were in a boardroom and signed a contract. Yeah. And he threw a ring at me. Like, <laughs> he threw a ring at me. And you're just like, fuck you, and put it on. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I guess we're doing this. It's like, <laughs> no, you can put up, you can put up a show. Yeah. Just, it's nice. It's romantic. It's thinking ahead. Yeah. I haven't changed my mind. Her voice didn't wobble the way it did when she wasn't sure she was telling the truth. Her voice was calm and steady. Yeah, well, I wanted to actually discuss it all with you. Seriously. She knew it. That initial proposal was a spur of the moment one. He really hadn't thought it through that first time. Oh, he already proposed. Because he was like, you should marry me. Oh, like, and that a, is like a literal proposal. Like, I propose that. We yeah. do this. I was like, that's technically still a proposal. <laughs> technically still a proposal. Yeah. He hadn't really thought it through the first time. Okay. She sat on the garden seat, crossing one leg over the other. Yes, it's a big no-no for royal etiquette. But Mia isn't in the mood to care. She so crossed my legs. Is on, I am wearing shorts. <laughs> yes. I'll cross at the ankle. I, I'm always wearing shorts in case anyone is nervous yes. about my seat. I'm just, how did, what the least lady like I said. <laughs> she patted the space next to her. Then sit, and we'll talk. Lord Nicholas sat, looking for all the world like this was a normal situation to be in. Although, the deep exhale he made put the thought into Mia's head that he was nervous. He was fiddling with something small in his head. You're like, <laughs> one of these like, <laughs> yikes. Yeah, it doesn't inspire confidence. No, I've had next. those types of relationship conversations where like, can we talk? And you're like, sure. And you're like, are like, oh, we're just going to talk about what we're going to do this weekend. And then they're like, <laughs> and you're like, this isn't Whoa. about doing something fun, is it? Yeah, I thought this was a normal talk until you did that with your face. <laughs> And it just every time it makes me want to just like throw out like a response to like what I hoped the question was like, actually, yes, I did want chicken nachos. <laughs> um, I do like mild salsa more than medium because I'm basic. You're right. The walls do need to be repainted. Okay, yeah. Good talk. <laughs> just talk. Leave. Be like, you're right. We're never going to eat those herbs in the fridge. We should just throw them away. <laughs> really wildly guess what they're going to talk about. <laughs> he was fiddling with something small in his hands. Mia, he began before faltering. Princess, Mia, I know you don't like me. You don't need to. I, w I you don't need to. I wouldn't Start think. Start off low, buddy. 
I was like, is this negging, but for yourself? Like, you're like, I know I'm. You get down one knee, you go, I know you don't like me. <laughs> I know I'm but a measly. Flip it and reverse it. Now I don't yeah. know what's going on. <laughs> you'll be like, so I know that I'm worthless and you are everything. I'm a bad partner. I'm not good for you, but <laughs> would you? <laughs> Marry me anyway. Yeah. Queer ultimatum vibes. <laughs> <laughs> There's yes. no one else I want to spend the rest of my life fighting with. Just kidding. We're going to break up in a couple weeks anyway. Pepsis, Pepsis. You don't need to, I wouldn't think. I don't need everyone I encounter to like me. But you have a need to get married. And I have a need to no longer rely solely on my uncle's patronage and goodwill. So I, I think we may be able to help each other. Parliament only requires you to be married before you ascend the throne. There's nothing in there about needing to remain married after. I checked. So would you consider marrying me, someone who doesn't expect love and is completely okay with being a business partner? Mia sat, gaping a little at the little speech. It took a mental reminder that she really shouldn't make a bitchy comment at his self-deprecation. Yes. He was another, another attack. Good instinct. He was clearly being completely honest with her. That's your best proposal? Let's get married <laughs> like this is, a sex- is essentially a business merger? That got a bit of a smile from him. Yeah, he chuckled. Yeah, Princess Mia Thermopolis Ronaldo, would you like to marry me, not out of love, or even, or even like, but sheer political pragmatism? Mia laughed a little too, and then Devereaux held out the thing in his hands. It was a tiny box. Oh, Mia wasn't sure what exactly she was feeling, but when she saw that ring, clearly antique, clearly cared for over time, a gold band with a single oval diamond surrounded by the tiniest pearls, Ooh. with little engraved carvings spooling out from the diamond onto the band. Simple and elegant and totally to Mia's taste somehow. All she could feel was, do this, say yes. It wasn't affection. It was a deep, clear calm, akin to the beautiful, pure blue color of Nicholas Devereaux's eyes. Mia gave him a smile, small, a little faltering, and took the ring. Um, So then, so now they're like formally Mm -hmm. engaged Mm -hmm. and Mia goes and tells her grandmother, Queen Clarice, that she's like, so I'm going to arrange marriage myself and I'm marrying this guy. I was going to say, how how many people are in the loop of like why it's happening and how many people are like, yay for you. I'm so glad you found a man you love. So nobody knew they were going to do this. People close to her will be like, are you sure this is what you want? And she's like, yes. But she holds a lot of the feelings more inside. Mm. And so we see more things like introspective where she like goes and moodily looks at her dad's. Mm. I just remember tabloids being like a big part of her yeah. new life. Her grandmother initially is like, if this is what you want, mm. then like I'm happily to give my consent to this. And she's like, yep, this is what I want. And then she has like a lot of moody times where she like looks at her dad, her dead dad's portrait and is like, you didn't have to do any of this. I'm sad. What would you think about me doing this? And blah, 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 blah. And then now that she and Nicholas are like spending some time together as part of their engagement, now feelings are like very lightly starting. So then they go on like, they like have dinner together and they like talk about things about them. And I just like really loved the, it didn't hurt that Nicholas didn't exactly crack mirrors when he passed them to again, talk about how handsome he is. Um, So she's like very casually fall for him, Mm. but like not She's still very serious. No. It's just an arranged marriage. Of course. And anyway, we're getting like closer to the wedding and uh, we're going to dive in here. They have like an event where they're like hosting a bunch of guests and like the wedding is coming up. It's like in a couple of days. Mm. Somehow they ended up in the same garden area that they had gotten engaged in. 
they seemed to end up there over and over again. Just as when he proposed, Nicholas was beautiful when seen with the backdrop of the garden wall. He had excellent coloring to look good with the flower garden at his background, and his pale suit definitely didn't look bad with his surroundings. It's almost like he was bred for royalty. (laughs) Right. No lie, Grandma's stylist had given Mia a whole speech about dressing for your surroundings when she had been 17. Pastels look good with greenery, blue pops if you're going somewhere bright like a desert or something. It's almost distracting how good-looking Nicholas is. He's playing with her fingers a bit, gently running his fingers over the knuckles and joints along her digits. Intimate. Like, mm-hmm, like he's trying to memorize the shape, every groove and fold on her hand. I kissed at all? No. Not yet? Not yet. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mia knows it's all for the cameras, but it does feel very genuine, oh. <laughs> very honest, like something he'd actually do with an actual lover, which, Mia supposes, is what she is to him for the foreseeable future. Uh. He's playing up the little personal t- ticks for the cameras, so any ex-girlfriends that the media reach out to will look over at him and say, Oh, of course they're real. Nicholas did that all the time with me when we were together. Hmm. It's very clever of him. Mia hasn't thought to do anything like that. It's so clever that he's, like, faking being in love with me. So good. So a little stroll around the gardens was, well, it wasn't quite an order, a necessity, but it was something that was going to look good. The royal lovers ducking quietly out of an event to have a little romantic walk against the pretty backdrop of a rose garden. It looks good. And if anything else, they need to look good. I know they're not English, but this is reading English. <laughs> yes. I can't remember where Genovia is. It's, it's supposed in, to be like... It's in like Portugal, Spain, France. Like Yeah. It was like <laughs> carved out of like Italy Probably or something. Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> Mia was rather content to play along with the ideas that Charlotte and the Palace Public Relations team pitched at them. She and Nicholas tended to have a pretty good time together. He was an excellent conversationalist with a way of speaking that was, frankly, a delight to listen to. There was just something nice about the way his mouth moves as he speaks. And Mia couldn't imagine a day she'd get sick of listening to him talk. Fine, fine. Let's confess. Hmm. Mia is attracted to her fiancé. She's... How dare. How dare. How long are they engaged? Like a month? Like it's pretty short? Okay. Yeah. She's very, very attracted to her fiancé. She wants to kiss him. Yes, they're faking this romance, but Mia wants to kiss him. Taking a waltz into the garden isn't dissuading that impulse. If anything, it's making it harder to ignore. That with the romantic atmosphere, Mia had taken an elective class at Princeton where she had studied Jane Austen and her contemporaries. And in it, she had written an essay on how Austen had put her characters into gardens on walking paths as a metaphor for the characters digging out time for their love, mm. compared to whatever bustle was taking place in the main setting of the house they lived in or the city uh, or the city they were from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It had all been barely strung together nonsense, but she had gotten a B. I disagree. So, <laughs> sounds, it sounds like it makes a lot of sense. Sounds like A material to me, but I had never even thought of that. Yeah. So makes sense when you think about it. Yeah, it was like, that makes sense to me. She had gotten a B, so evidently, even barely thought about nonsense can make some sense. And right now, in this moment, that's all Mia can think of. Romantic walks in parks and gardens with a bow. As far as the world at large is concerned, that's what she's doing right now. They've reached a point where they don't need to pass time with chit-chat. In this friendship they've made for themselves. Instead, it's more of a play-up for cameras that may be passing them by. Or was it? They're in the hedge maze now, and nobody is going to see them unless, who knows, the paparazzi have infrared cameras or something. Perfect time for kissing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if dra- one wanted to kiss if one's one, fiancé. Yes, if that was something one was interested in. Mia draws them to a halt at the fountain place, one square of area that's got five separate fountains in it and a bunch of stone benches. Mia honestly doesn't get the point of why this space exists or why there needs to be five fountains in it. Fanooky. <laughs> 
but it's but it's very pretty. And her grandfather's mother was one of the de- was the one to design the area. And there's some custom that five generations of queens have to pass before landscape designs can be redone. What? If it was the queen herself who designed them, it sounds like a bu- a load of bull hockey to yes, Mia. But she doesn't spend much time in the haze medge, so frankly, she doesn't care. Say haze medge. <laughs> sure, probably did. I probably did, and I meant to say hedge maze. <laughs> Spend much time in the haze meds. In the haze med- The haze meds. She wants to sit, so she perches her ass on the stone edge of the fountain for a minute. Nicholas, being a perceptive individual, stays standing, waiting for Mia to decide she can get up again. Bad shoes, he asked. Kind of, said Mia. They're new, which I guess is the same thing. She slipped off the heels, letting her toes wiggle a little at the freedom. Her pedicure was peach pink, with a hint of gold glitter when it caught the sunlight. Nicholas smiled at the sight moving to perch himself on the armrest of the garden bench. Want a foot rub? Oh. Obviously joking, but Mia just smirked and stuck out her foot, je- like, if you, <laughs> like if you want. So Nicholas gently took her ankle in his hand and ran a firm pressure down her ankle and over her foot, paying attention to the ball of her foot. Mm. It was stupidly good. Yeah. Mia only barely kept herself from moaning out loud. Instead, she distracted herself from Nicholas's attention. Are these events fun for you? Her fiancé gave her a quizzical look. I mean, I don't mind them, but it's all pretty repetitive, isn't it? Music, croquet, dancing, socializing, insert whatever event it's set up for. It's probably always in your palace, like, can't even leave. (laughs) Yeah. Hand out the award, stroll the gardens, rinse and repeat every other week or so. Nicholas quirked his mouth. Not quite a smile, but something close. He ran his thumb up over the arch of Mia's foot, alleviating the tension there. Well, I don't hate them. I do think the standard of propriety is a bit tenser than it should be. Feels a bit more like we're in an Austin novel than a fun event. Ah. But I never get upset when I have to come to these things. He put her foot down, nudging her down to bring up her left leg so she so he could repeat the heavenly motion. You're right, though. It's all pretty repetitive when you're doing it week after week. Mia smiled at the affirmation. I just try to remind myself that there are worse ways to spend our time. More boring ones, too. Even with the whole royalty job. That is true, Nicholas released her leg. You're good at it, though. Mia smiled, blushing a little, wiggling her feet into her high heel. Thanks. Nicholas held out his hand, helping Mia lift herself from the fountain rink. He pulled a little more forcefully than he needed, though, so Mia had to bounce on her toes a bit to keep her balance. Still, there was no real excuse for what Mia did next. Balance issues, general lightheadedness, whatever. Oh no, whatever, she's gonna trip and fall into his mouth. <laughs> general lightheadedness, whatever, which was press a kiss straight to Nicholas's lips. Ah. It was only a second. Okay, it Still was. Still counts. <laughs> It was only a second. Okay, no, it wasn't. It was a full-on pash, a makeout. There were tongues involved <laughs> and, and arms going around necks and bodies. And Mia pressing way fall into a hedge, right? <laughs> and Mia pressing way too darn close to someone she honestly wasn't sure she could trust with her heart. But that was it—a kiss. Nicholas pulled away first, his eyes fluttering a bit, like he was trying to comprehend what had just happened, which was fair because Mia was trying to do the exact same thing. She gaped at her own behavior, her mouth opening and closing like a beach fish gasping for air. Um, Nicholas's eyes were people. Uh, <laughs> Mia could feel her face starting to match the red roses on the hedge. I'm going to, she stammered to a stop. Go back to the garden party? Nicholas <laughs> help, helpfully finished. Yeah, that. Uh-huh. I'm, voice, sh- I'm sure someone needs me right now. Her voice was several octaves higher than normal, and Mia whirled on the ball of her foot, marching just away. Nicholas didn't chase her. Farther into the maze. <laughs> but she saw him later, when the guests were taking their leave to head home. Mia and he said nothing to each other, but Mia watched him blush the same way she could feel one rising in her face. He was handsome, even as his face turned bright red. Damn it. 
And so we're going to skip ahead again, is that they are, they just ignore <laughs> that they have kissed each other. And they don't have an excuse of like, oh, we were both drunk or like, no, no. they're just like, nope, that didn't happen. Sad or and no, we're both just... getting married. Right, right. Whatever. Um, but then they have like a touching moment where like they are like hanging out and they're like yawning. And she's like, why don't you just like stay in my room? Oh, and, like, nothing... he's been staying at the palace, which yeah. is like huge, but still yeah. kind of. And they like don't do anything, yeah. but they sleep together and then it's their wedding day and they're like getting ready and they do like talk and be like do you have cold feet i don't have cold feet like are you good what would be the point of cold feet if you know you're gonna get divorced that feels like a stupid conversation right you'd be like we're good we're good and yeah so they they do get married and they like she gets all dolled up do they kiss at the wedding um you don't know no they must have but it's, it's the, not talked about no, it's not really talked oh, about it okay. um so then she's getting dressed in her reception dress and she hears a knock at the door. Mia grabs her robe, slipping her arms through the sleeves and cinching the waist, the sash tight over her pajamas. She's like, oh, sorry, she was getting out of her reception dress. Her husband was behind it, the backdrop of soft light behind her, and she's only turned on the bedside lamp, highlighting his blue eyes. Is this okay? Would you rather I leave? He asked. Without words, Mia brought him into her suite. Nick broke the silence again. We're friends now, aren't we? Uh-huh. Mia, <laughs> Mia left. Well, I'd prefer to be friends with my husband. Nick ended the night with a sweet kiss to her temple, and they slept soundly. A Aww. platonic wedding night, not Aww. not seen, not often seen for royalty that chose to marry each other and are of mature age. So the, the only kiss they share on their wedding day is this, like, platonic... Chased forehead kiss. Yes. Yeah. Platonic kiss. So now they're, like, they are married, and they are planning her coronation. And mm. she's just like, does my husband like Love me? me. Like, this like is, me? You know, I was just like... I have a crush on my husband, I think. Uh, Ooh, awkward. Yes, but then she's also, like, worried about anticipating her queendom. So we're... I, that seems like it would be higher on my brain. Yes. And this is the this is the last part we're going to read. So she just, like, had, like, one of those sit on the throne and, like, people come and be like, this is my problem I'm having. Ah. Uh, Mia looked into the eyes of her cat. What do you think, Fat Louie? <laughs> yes. Mia's voice was yes. so quiet. Fat Louie. He's still alive. <laughs> Mia's voice was so quiet that it didn't echo in the empty room. She sighed. Do you think I'd make a good queen? So you have a little tiny throne? I hope so. Right, that's right. That's what's going on in my brain. <laughs> His attention was caught with the sound of quiet footsteps. Mia tilted her head to the side door, and her husband came around the corner. She and Nick were at a kind of weird place in their relationship. Yeah. In that, they weren't in one, except legally. And they slept in Mia's bed each night. And they'd spent most of their free time in each other's company for the past week. And Mia had kissed him the morning after their wedding, oh. even though it didn't go further. Oh. And Mia could swear she always saw something in Nick's eyes when they woke up in the morning, when they went to bed at night. But no, they aren't in a relationship, even though Mia's in love with him. She can admit oh. that now. Okay. She's in love with her husband. Oh, uh, how dare. How dare. That's illegal. <laughs> That's Everyone knows illegal. that. If you're in parliament. Yeah. If you're in a arranged marriage. Yeah, yeah. Whatever this monarchy is called, like that is called. Anyway, head of state. Nick stopped in the threshold of the door. If I may be so bold, I would like an audience with your highness. <laughs> it was a pattern they slipped into sometimes, as a little joke. Mia smiled, gesturing to the audience hall before her. Nick returned the smile, walking to the front of the audience chair. It was the standard protocol for someone making petitions of the queen. What is your dilemma, young man? <laughs> Mia asked in the lofty tones she used for her royal duties. Warm, inviting, princessy, just like she had been taught, back when she was 16. 
Nick, she's consider. a whole twenty now. A whole, uh, a whole. Just remember, remember, she's twenty years old. Yep. She's not an adult. No, <laughs> but yeah, she is, but she's not. Yep. Nick considered. You are, in fact. Mia was surprised. How is she his dilemma? <laughs> Everything was fine between them, yeah, right. wasn't it? <sighs> Nick took a deep breath before lowering down onto one knee. His hands were placed on the other, the protocol for the most serious of petitions. I'm in love with the queen to be, Nick said. His oh, voice she's clear. not queen yet. Okay, no. that's why. The, the coronation is like upcoming. Okay. I'm in love with the queen to be, uh. Nick said, his voice clear and calm. Mia could swear her heart stopped. Is he really? And I am inquiring if she loves me too. Aw. My heart. A question she can answer. Mia took a breath, feeling the air in her lungs, uh, feeling the air in her lungs, and asked, you don't believe your wife may take issue with this profession? <laughs> I hope not, Nick said back. <laughs> he loves her. He loves her. A grin spread across Mia's face, and she's racked back onto her chair before immediately getting on her feet. Nick stood, and Mia skipped the steps of the dais, exchanging them for launching herself into her husband's arms, Aww. kissing him the way she wanted to, Yay. the way she dreamt of since deciding that she, yes, she was in love with Nicholas Devereaux. She could feel his smile against her lips and pulled back from the kiss to see it. Nick was blushing red, his smile dopey and sweet. Mia kissed him again, serious and sweet, and let her, f her foot pop into the air. <laughs> Nick kissed her right back Cute. and lifted her off her feet, making Mia giggle. She felt her slip-on shoes fly off her feet, and as he did, and heard them land somewhere else. But Mia kept right on kissing her husband. She couldn't wait to be queen, with him at her side. End. Aww. And then there's a cute little note at the end from the author. And it says, uh, there's a Japanese phrase that I like. And I think it's pronounced koi no yokan. It doesn't mean love at first sight. It's closer to love at second sight. Hmm. It's the feeling when you meet someone that you're going to fall in love with. Maybe you don't love them right away, but it's inevitable that you will. Cute. Which is the title of the fic. Oh, um, okay. So, and that quote is from Nicola Yoon, The Sun is Also a Star. Ooh. So, hmm. beautiful little ending Aww. there. Very sweet. That was The Princess Diaries. I really didn't think I would like arranged marriage, but like now that I'm like thinking of all the places it could be really fun, I'm like, maybe I should jump into that as like a as a regular part of my rotation of right. things. Because I'm like, I love the idea of someone being like, like going to their girlfriends and being like, I kissed my husband. What do I do? <laughs> Everything. Like, oh, you kissed him? What did he do? <laughs> like, it's just like, it's just like. The duality of that is so yes, funny yes, yes, to yes. me. I, I like love fake dating, like, uh, fake marriage, any construct that is like, we have to mm. be close for yeah. plot reasons. It's a really, really easy close proximity, which yes. like they kind of had anyway, because he yeah. was living at the palace. I thought this fic was like very in the vibe of Princess Diaries. I yeah. could like really feel like it felt like I was in the movie. Yeah. I liked that it was like a relatively slow burn at, but I mean, at 12,000 words. It up. Yes. <laughs> it's like. But it's like you just kind of see like through the course of the fic kind of how they like are starting to maybe be like a little less fake married and mm -hmm. a little more real married. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was so sweet. And there was a lot of good little um, like homages back to the first movie, like the foot rub and the little mm -hmm. pop of the foot, which is really important yes. in the first movie. It's a very important plot. <laughs> it, it's a it's a metaphor for how she's like, I want real love. Yes. And that was real love. That was real love. Now we, now we know. That was really cute. I like that a lot. And now I gotta watch Princess Diaries 2 so I know what happens. I know. <laughs> Otherwise I'm gonna assume that this is what happened and it sounds like and no. No, it's not what happened. Uh, well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll host a watch party. We'll see if I can right. figure out how to do that at the discard. <laughs> right. But yeah, so that was uh, a cute little fix. So speaking of yes. fix, mm. 
Mm-hmm. What, uh, what, I was like, I don't know how to tangent. How to, so, how to transition. So how, uh, what, what will you bring to well, us uh, next week? Next week is, uh, well, something, I, I guess there is a, th- a thread of similarity in our, in our head-to-head matchup next week, which is, uh, Disney. Oh. High School Musical and Camp Rock. Oh. So we put them in the same week, because they got a lot of similarities very high school very uh i have two hobbies and i have to pick one but just kidding no i don't <laughs> how can i like two things how can i like two things and a boy <laughs> that's, that's so many things that's every disney <laughs> so yeah we will we will jump in with some like hardcore disney uh next week disney channel i should say not, yeah, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. ariel and bell and, and cinderella disney and so as always Tell us what you think. <laughs> Join any of our social medias, which are Five Things Podcast on Tumblr, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and, and Discord. Yeah. Find Pairings Podcast at Gmail as yes. well uh, to email us there. And it is Find Pairings Pod on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yes. Uh, and in the meantime, if you have been having a good time and you haven't yet given us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please do so. It's uh, it's just a joy for us. It feels nice. Uh, and it gives you the opportunity to request a, a 500-word fic, which we plug into the end of our season and we write ourselves. Yes. I feel like we might get some weird requests. Now that you know, we've done this for seven seasons, right? <laughs> I, you know, as a person who wrote uh, wrote a uh, like a horror almost smut about two American architects, I think it's just that's just the profession uh, we're on. True classic. Yeah. So. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, and we again, hopefully, you caught it in the beginning. We are on Patreon as well, doing video episodes of our current season, and then on the off season, we'll be going back into our steam and cream, so you can get content year round. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>